Hello, and welcome to episode two of Nintendads. I'm Matt. And I'm Eric. And we're going to talk about movies, TV shows, games, board games, a little bit of everything from a dad's perspective. We're back. We're back. So I've been playing uh, Spider-Man on PlayStation 4, and it's pretty good. I'm going to keep it pretty spoiler-free. It's just, it's an open-world game, and at first when I, I... Borrowed it from the library. Another shout out to your local libraries. A lot of times you can get movies and TV shows and games for free um, and try them out. When I first played, I didn't have a whole lot of time and I was kind of overwhelmed by the open world and collecting 55 backpacks. And then lately I've just been going more towards the story missions and the story is actually really good. And this version of Spider-Man is a little bit older and uh, knows what he's doing. Minor spoiler, I guess. They introduce Miles Morales, who after seeing Into the Spider-Verse, I know a lot more about that version. And so it's kind of a, as I was saying, it's kind of been a Spider-Man revival after three straight not-so-great Spider-Man movies. Now you have Spider-Man being introduced into the MCU. He has his own standalone live-action movie. He gets what we said maybe our favorite Spider-Man movie of all time, which is Into the Spider-Verse. And now a game that's an exclusive to PS4, but was sixth most uh, sold of 2018. And so from what I hear, this version of Spider-Man is his own thing. Like, it's, it's not based off the comics. It's not based off the movies. It's literally a, a new creation of Spider-Man. And with the idea of the alternate dimensions of all the different Spider-Man, this can be this Spider-Man from this video game. Yeah, and it's, everything's a little bit different than anything that's been done before, enough so that this is kind of its own story. Yeah, exactly. And, I th and um, the roles of the supporting characters like MJ and Aunt May and now Miles Morales are different. Um, and it's kind of an interesting story. I mean, I, it actually would have, it could have been, this story could have been a really good live action movie or even an animated movie. Um, so far, the story has been good and interesting and I mean there's some emotional aspects and so I don't storytelling at its best for the most part when it comes to a video game what kind of villains are like at least early on in the game yeah there I mean you fight a bunch of there's a there's a main villain that I'd never heard of but is based on a comic book character but there's different Who, who's that uh I don't know if I want to tell you all right <laughs> Fair enough. Because it would kind of, I don't know, it might ruin it. It kind of got ruined for me um, in a pre, which I thought it, I was just looking at the preview and it, it basically gave it away. And I was like, thanks, now I know what's going to happen. And it's still been really good, but I would have liked to just not know. But you fight other smaller villains, like the Shocker at some point. And, and I'm assuming I'm going to fight more uh, other, like right now, um, there's just like side missions where you can fight Tombstone. And other mm -hmm. ones, but the main villain is really well done. Well, I, I've played it just a very small oh, yeah. amount. So I know that the Kingpin is a villain that isn't probably the first five minutes of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so fine. Yeah, I you throw do. him in there. Yeah, you do. That was really, really mm -hmm. on. I forgot about that. Yeah, you do fight Kingpin. Mm -hmm. so you just want to spoiler everything. Why don't we just skip? We're going to go right to you. Well, it's interesting to me that, I mean, the Kingpin's in this game because he's also in Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So it's just kind of interesting that the Kingpin is like a heavily used he's character. Also he's also in Daredevil. in Daredevil. Right. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah, he's a 
I think it's just because he's a, a guy. Yeah. And you don't have to do any special effects. He just hits people really hard. So it's probably easy to, to write him into a show. He's, and, he's also in so many different storylines yeah. from different characters. So. Yeah. But you're talking about he loves spoiling things. So let's just jump to you're not going to watch it. So what is it called? Uh, yeah, you probably so won't our, see this. So uh, we'll continue our Spider-Verse theme. Yeah. So um, I watched the movie Venom which is doing very well in the box office. Doing Surprisingly well. Yeah, and overseas, it's getting huge amounts of box office numbers. And I, the critical review of it is not that great. And my review of it is in agreement with that. Oh, oh. It wasn't very good. It was fine. And the, the thing is, is that when I watched it, it did keep me engaged enough that I didn't stop it. Or I didn't fast forward it at any point because there have been some DCU movies that mm-hmm. are so bad that I just I'm like I don't need to keep You're watching browsing. this movie. Yeah, or Reddit I just skip or... to the end or something. I mean, oh. I rarely do that, but those movies are so predictable. Suicide and so, Squad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Was it better than Suicide Squad? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. not that. I mean, that's a pretty low bar. I, I know some people like Suicide Squad, but that is. My least favorite movie, mm-hmm. maybe of all time. So, um, you know, it's got Tom Hardy is is Venom. When does Spider Man show up? He does not. <gasps> what? Shocker! <laughs> does Shocker show up? He does not. <laughs> they don't own the rights to any of those things. So Sony made this film. They do not own the rights to the uh, live action Spider Man. Well, because they loaned it. They own it, but they've yes. made an agreement with the MCU. With, with Marvel. Yeah. To allow the live-action one to be Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. And so he is not in the movie at all. He's not mentioned. There's yeah. really nothing mentioned as far as, like, a, a larger um, universe of mm-hmm. superheroes or villains or anything like that. It, it's completely focused on Venom. Oh, full spoilers for Venom ahead. You know, it's the stereotypical plot where Venom comes, kind of like the comic book, in a way. Venom comes back <laughs> from a, Spider-Man. Yeah, without Spider-Man, right? <laughs> but like the story, the origin of yeah. yeah, Venom. You know, he's he doesn't like sound. He doesn't like fire. But comes from a spaceship. He does come from a spaceship. Okay, mm-hmm. at least they. Did that. And it's a it's a company that is trying to collect symbiotes, and um, they have a bunch of them on this ship, like three or four, in these containment cells, but then it crashes to Earth. One of them gets out, and it's kind of like running around killing people. Tom Hardy plays a reporter who realizes this uh, foundation, the Life Foundation, is doing weird experiments on people. He finds out that they're killing homeless people by allowing the symbiote to try to merge with them, and it's killing them. And so he comes into the facility to try to figure out what's going on, and he gets venom on him, and then it does a bunch of wacky What's going on? And, and Venom pops out and he's like, Eddie, we got to eat. <laughs> you know, it's the, and you know, the, the character of Venom is kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. He, if he was like a person, he'd be this big, burly, like bouncer, mm-hmm. you know, if you could actually see him walking around. And, and he even talks about like on his home, home planet with all the other symbiotes, he's a loser. And he thinks Eddie's a loser. And so that's why they kind of get along together. And then it turns out that the uh, other symbiotes that landed, one of them is kind of an evil leader of them that's trying to get all the other 
evil. So, so Venom's not evil. He's just oh, 100% not. Um, really? No, just, he's he's definitely anti-hero. Yes, 100% he's the anti-hero. He he, eats he eats people. People, but that's just because like that's the you know what it does. Th- these creatures they need to constantly eat. But he never really does anything that bad besides fight bad guys. I mean that's that's the thing. Is he's pretty much a superhero in some ways. Mm. And then the fact that. Tom Hardy's character, you know, is is Eddie a good Brock. guy. Eddie Brock, right, is a good guy. He quickly kind of learns from him. This is a good planet full of good people. We need to protect the people who are weak. And it, it's way too easy, mm-hmm. you know, the way that Venom becomes good and just yeah, wants to help people. A really long character arc in every other Spider-Man yeah, it's, universe. It's, it just flies right through that arc, and it <laughs> it makes it just seem. You know, way too easy. It has a horrible ending. Uh, You're talking about after credits? Yes. Okay. Yeah, at the after credits scene. So uh, Tom Hardy goes to the, a prison, and he comes up to a cell. It's kind of like Hannibal Lecter type setup. <laughs> and it is uh, Woody Harrelson yeah. is Carnage, basically. Or at least he's going to eventually become yeah. Carnage. So he's the serial killer that becomes Carnage. Mm-hmm. And he... <laughs> The whole ending is just he looks at Eddie and he, he's like, well, Eddie, when I get out of here, it's going to be Carnage. <laughs> Does he look in the camera? Oh, and say, he looks at the camera, bit. My like, name is Carnage. For those who don't know who I am, I'm the one who wears the red suit. It was the most hit you over the head with a hammer, stupidest ending I've ever like seen. Really bad. Oh, and it, it looks really terrible. It's like this red, curly-haired... Yeah, you mentioned Annie last week. It so. looks a lot like an Annie wig. <laughs> and he looks ridiculous. And they can't, they can't possibly make a sequel. Oh, with, they're going? With him as they're, Carnage. Oh, they're, they're going to have to remake his look or something. Well, yeah, they'll, re- they'll actually spend more than $12 on an a Annie wig from Goodwill. Anyway, it was terrible, that ending at least. The, yeah. the movie was just okay. Yeah. Oh, there was a part that, that made me laugh. Uh, so Venom, right before they fight, like, the, the main evil symbiote, he says to Eddie, he's like, this guy, you know, this symbiote is the most powerful symbiote, and uh, we got 0% chance of winning. And, you know, Eddie's like, I, I like those odds, you know, something like that. 0%? 0%. They couldn't even say, like, 0.01%. No, 0%. Eddie. But they both, you know, go into it. And, and then uh, Venom says, he's got weapons you can't even think of yet. And so I'm thinking, like, oh, he's going to have all these cool powers. Like this is going to be interesting. Technology. Then they fight him, and all he does is he turns his hands into, like, big axes and tries to hit him. And then he goes, see what I told you, Eddie? It's like axes? Like, like that's his major thing. He couldn't think. Of, he couldn't think of those axes. I'm a city guy. I've never seen an axe before. It's bizarre. I'm just a, a small town New York City reporter who's never seen axes. Yeah. Well, I thought he'd pull out more things, and I, I think he did this like he shoots little spikes of symbiote, which doesn't really make sense to me, because <laughs> how is he shooting his body all around? But it wasn't very good. I don't recommend. <laughs> no, do not recommend. What about from the library? Like you got it. If you're, curious, if you're curious, you know, you can rent it. Who's Who does a better Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy or Topher Grace? I, well, I'd give Tom Hardy that for sure. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Topher Grace. It's yeah. just the fact that Eddie Brock is supposed to be kind of a jock. Yeah. And Topher Grace is no. a geek. No, I, you know, he doesn't fit that I remember at all. everybody thought he was going to be the Sandman. Yep. And uh, the other guy who played the Sandman, I'm blanking on his name now, who was a bigger guy, 
It's like, oh, he'll be Eddie Brock. Because he would have been perfect. Right. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, we're going to ruin it. And whenever we have our first guest on, uh, my best friend, he, uh, he always, every other day, he'll just text me. They never said Venom hmm. in all of Spider-Man 3. Oh, they yeah. Never, no, they did that for a reason. They never said Venom. Right. That was on purpose. Why? They didn't want to, like, put that stake in the ground. They wanted to make it a symbiote and, and not necessarily tied to Venom. But they at, in the credits, it says Eddie Brock slash Venom. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I don't think um, Raimi wanted Venom in the movie. I don't think it was. A, I think it was a very conscious decision to not call him Venom. And they him in late because they had Venom. three villains. Oh, we're just sidetracked. I could talk about that movie all day. No, it's not. But it could have been like, here's how easy it is to say his name. When Spider-Man first sees him and he's fighting, he's like, who are you? And then he, he says, we are Venom. That's all you had to do. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. We never said it. But also the fact that an alien organism would call itself Venom. Like where would it have gotten that, you know. Where does it get it? Idea in? of calling itself anything. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of an alien thing that, where does it learn our language? I mean, it's learning it from... From Eddie Brock. From Eddie Brock. Or from, yeah, right, because it can get into his it's mind. It's highly like intelligent. That. But why would it choose Venom all of a sudden to call itself? It, it really doesn't make a lot of sense. No. No. Anyway, let's move on. Let's. TV shows we are watching right now. I'll go first. So I said last time I did the seven-day free trial of the DC Universe, which is like, on, I have a fire TV, it's... It says, like, DC Universe, the ultimate DC fan subscribe. It's like 15 words. It's like Michael Scott wrote the headline for it. It's like all you need to say is DC Universe, and we can find it, but it's stupid. Anyway, I watched Titans, and I'm not going to lie. I thought it was going to be terrible. Right. The, the trailer, the previous the tra- for it looked the, really bad. The trailer was yeah. just like, what is this? However, I heard some feedback that was... Positive, and some of it was pretty bad. Some parts were not great, but some of it was actually pretty good. The guy who plays Robin, Dick Grayson, is pretty good. Uh, the two characters who play Hawk and Dove, their storylines are surprisingly pretty strong. They actually have their own episode, pretty much, that focuses on them, and it was really well done. Uh, some of the other side... Characters are not as great. Raven being younger threw me off a little bit because they keep, this is some spoilers, not that much, but they keep like trying to hint that Beast Boy and Raven like each other. But I don't know how old Raven's supposed to be, but the actress who plays her is like 14 or 15 and the actor who plays Beast Boy is 23 or 24. So it is really weird. And I don't know why they needed any of that. They didn't need any of it. They could have just been friends. Like, why does every... They they do the same thing with Robin in um, Starfire. Like, why does every man and woman have to end up getting together? Why can't they be, like, one platonic relationship in this well, situation? Well, it's because the audience is a bunch of teens, yeah, and you I need guess. romances throughout it. I mean, I you have a CW audience. This, is, this isn't a CW show, though, because it's a lot... Uh, I mean, it, it's kind of like over-the-top 
bloody. It doesn't need to be that bloody. Some of the fight scenes, I mean, I I went into it thinking they spent like $12 on it Mm -hmm. and all on the costumes. But the actual fight sequences are pretty good. It's just that they'll randomly throw in. All right. They randomly threw in, there's a pair of hedge clippers that Robin takes from a guy and literally stabs him in the groin. Hmm. It's like, what was the reason for that? Shock value. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That whole show is going for this ain't your mama's Batman yeah. type show. Yeah, and there's like, yeah, that random, it's from the trailer where in the first episode, he's like, F Batman. Right. And it, no reason whatsoever. Somebody just says like, where's Batman? And he wasn't there because Robin's on his own now. And there's also a couple, his name's Dick Grayson. And there's more than one time where somebody was like, well, thanks. Dick, and he's like, oh, never heard that one before. And I was like, all right, you, if you want to do it once, fine, but yes. really multiple times, like, it's just, Yikes. it was, uh, anyway, the last two episodes, though, I thought, and there was a, also a middle episode that introduces the Doom Patrol, which is their next series, but that actually looks really interesting. It's kind of a goofy, uh, out there, I mean, they already have that kind of with the, was it the Legends Legend show? What is it called? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking Legends about. Legends of Tomorrow? Yep. Um, I'll just agree with that. I'm just saying they have a, like a goofy misfit group already on CW. Yeah. And now here's another one. But it's kind of, it, looks, it actually looks kind of interesting. Brendan Fraser is voicing Robot Man. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest that... I was interested to see what Doom Patrol is going to look like because I've read a couple of those comics and they were really an interesting idea. The fact that like this is like these kind of freaks of mm-hmm. superheroes that have to deal with these really uh, ex- existential, very weird, psychic-powered bad guys. Mm-hmm. Everything gets very trippy, LSD kind of you know, oriented. It did not look good from the footage I've seen of Doom Patrol. And I was surprised that it looks so low quality, the costumes of the Doom Patrol, because Brendan Fraser's playing one of those. I mean, they have a pretty good cast. Right. I, I actually, uh, he, I don't know if he voiced the person. I, don't, I think they, I don't think he was signed on yet. The At person Alan who played... Tudyk? Tudyk? Yeah. Yeah, Alan Tudyk from Firefly. Tudyk, and, correct. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Matt... Bomber, yeah. Anyway, so it's a pretty good cast. And I actually thought the characters looked pretty good in their episode. So I'm interested. I might actually just, I'll probably wait until most of the episodes are out and maybe actually pay for a month to watch it. But I, and it sounded like Brendan Fraser was in that episode if it wasn't him, but it, it was interesting. Anyway, the Titans overall, it ended really strong. It had kind of a weird after credits scene but the last episode was really interesting so I, I i definitely think if you were on the fence do a trial watch watch three or four episodes before you give up if you don't like it because i feel like it got i feel like it got better well i will say that um i was turned off by the previews i have very low desire to see any of that show and nothing that you have said <laughs> Has made me want to watch it anymore. Well, because I'm not telling you spoil. Maybe I need to do a spoiler. Doesn't sound good. And yeah, you uh, should I'll tr- skip it. Do a seven day trial and yep. watch a few episodes. It's not going to cost you a dime. Yep. I'll just say there's. I'll, 
People are going to figure it out. There's a character that they said would not be on TV mm-hmm. who was in one of the last few episodes. Oh, yeah. I already know who this is. Okay. Yeah, you already know. So, and it's it's not a permanent thing, but it was really cool. But anyway, like, it's an interesting show. It's worth trying, even if you don't want to. Talk about what the heck you're watching. Sounds terrible. I'll take a pass on it. Yeah. So can. what I'm watching, or should I say rewatching, re-watching. is a show. Uh, I'm watching it through Hulu. It is called Over the Garden Wall. This could probably be our What Holds Up. We don't have one. This might be your What Holds Up. Sure, it holds up. Okay. Because It's, it's uh, older. Well, and I, I think it's completely underappreciated by no one seeing it. I doubt many people listening to this have seen Over the Garden Wall. It's the main character's voiced by Elijah Wood, right? Correct. So Elijah Wood does the main character's voice. There's also The Woodsman is played by Christopher Lloyd. It is an animated. Oh, yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Show. Great Scott. Yep. So it's a a really quick watch. The episodes are 11 minutes each. Oh, wow. Which is crazy to think about when you you think about the content in every episode. There's such an interesting story every new episode. There's only 10 episodes. Uh, It just goes by really quickly, but you get such a rich interesting story because it has an overarching story to the entire thing which really yeah. wraps up so in it's a, all less an than, interesting way it's basically a movie if you put them all together right yes yep and every new episode has a kind of new focus or a new theme to it and it's very funny it is very well animated so it was actually made by Read your Wikipedia page. I I will. Patrick McHale, uh, who is a writer and creative director for Adventure Time, which is kind of unsurprising. Yeah. Uh, The animation kind of has an Adventure Time feel to it. Was this before or during Adventure Time? This is after, I believe. Okay. So it was during Adventure Time had already started, and this was... So this was the a garden limited wall. series, I mean. Yeah, Over the Garden Wall premiered in 2014. Okay. So not that long ago. It's not even that old. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Wood, main voice. And there's also Melanie Linsky is also a voice actress in that show. She plays a bird. Mm-hmm. And you might remember her from Castle Rock. I recognized her from Castle Rock because I've watched a few episodes of that. Yep. That's, uh, I knew she was in something. I just couldn't remember. So I'm glad we remembered it right away. Yeah, we didn't have to do any retakes or cuts on that one. So I highly recommend Over the Garden Wall. It's funny. It's uh, emotional at points. It's a great show. It's on Hulu. And it's the length of basically a movie. It's a low time investment. I would say you could watch them all in a row. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's it's that good of uh, a show. Okay, let's move on. What are we going to do next? Oh, yeah, I remember now. You have a fascination with rocks. Yeah, so last episode, we talked about having an entire episode based on the rock. I mean, I think we we might do a second podcast just about the rock. The the rock hour? Yeah. No, that's not good. Way better than It's not good. So uh, I I spent a little time, looked up a little bit of... uh, Things online here. Did a little rock googling. Wikipedia Google. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, one thing to talk about: Rock Dwayne Johnson. 
Famous. <laughs> famous actor. Anybody refer to him as Rock Dwayne? It's it's a well-known way of saying his name. That's so bad. The Rock Dwayne. Dwayne the Rock. Do you Johnson. smell what he's cooking? Do you in smell? his kitchen? You, did you ever watch him as a wrestler? No, okay. I never watched you wrestling. Never wrestling. No. So, Dwayne Johnson. He is a phenomenon nowadays. Yes. Every, he's in every single new action movie. And he's always working. He, from what I heard, he, his new philosophy is to have a movie in theaters, a movie in pre-production, and a movie in post-production at all times. And I think he probably does. He probably has multiple movies in pre-production, to be honest. He might have multiple in post, and a lot of times he has his movies compete against each other in the theater. He also gets like inserted into other series now that need a kick. Sometimes it works with like Fast and the Furious, and they make even more money after he joins it, and they're doing a spinoff with him now. And then didn't they put him in uh, G.I. Joe's or something? Oh, yeah. yeah. He came into the, the <laughs> second G.I. Joe movie. And that didn't work. I don't think that no. he... It didn't matter who put, they put in. That was couldn't, just an You couldn't awful, save that sinking ship. It's just going to die. Did you hear about his recent controversy where he was talking about the snowflakes? No. You know, that whole political term of yeah, yeah, calling yeah. people snowflakes. So there was a, a tabloid that quoted him as saying that millennials are putting us backwards. Oh, my God. And he said something about, yeah. you know, those snowflakes and blah, blah, blah. So that he was, says he didn't say it. Now he's saying that he did not say that. Or, yeah, or that they There's all these words. publications who come out with stuff like that. It's the meme economy of let's take somebody famous and say that they said something we believe in and people will eat it up. Right. Well, that's how you get the clicks. Yeah. So I, we should probably sound. start putting some of that stuff into our, our We should, yeah, we should podcast. have The Rock, a meme of The Rock saying... You know, every morning to get my dad kick, I listen to the Nintendads. And, man, those guys are so good. I thought we could twist his words to make him sound like he hates people. Oh, I, I thought we were going to use it for a free promotion. No. No? no. We could just like, say that he hates other people? Right. Okay. That's how you get people interested. That's how you get... Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're so, like, did you hear about on the Nintendads? The Rock said something really racist. <laughs> And it's like, ooh. I thought he would just be Let like... Let me give that a listen. But it, would be, it has to be related to something we're talking about. Or we believe in, like, The Rock said Venom is the worst movie of the year. I don't... I'm not sure if that's the best use of our, of our time. Probably not. Uh, so going More on, rock next rock item. The, the game, Rock Band. Yeah. How about that game? That was a game. They still make new ones? They don't. I don't. I think it's done. Why don't they should just port? They don't even have to like make a new one. They should just port it to every new system. Like they perfected it. They don't need to. They can't make it better. Well, they did that for a long time. Yeah. It just slowly got worn out. Yeah. Yeah. What a great game, though. I mean, how many parties were just fueled by Rock Band? So I had a band when I was playing in Rock Band. Yeah. So So you didn't have a band. It was like a virtual band. a, a, A video game rock band. And we were called. Plasma Rainbow. How you about that? Yourselves a name. Pretty good. Yeah. Well, you have to actually choose a name for Oh, you name. do? Yeah, you have to write a name. So we were Plasma Rainbow. And shout out to my wife, Sam, on vocals, Andy on bass, and Lindsay on drums. Did they listen to our show? 
Uh, probably not. Okay. I, I see why. Nope. But a shout out to him. Yeah. Maybe if I shout it out loud enough. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm we're listening going, to myself in, this is what in we're one room, they we'll, could hear it yeah. in the next room. We'll just mention one of our friends every episode so that hopes that they share the episode. I feel like they're obligated now yes. to have to listen. <laughs> they're part of the team. Yeah. Uh, another another rock type thing is the movie The Rock. We talked. We're, we're gonna talk about this every week. We're gonna talk about it. <laughs> Not just The Rock, like because The Rock does. Dwayne Johnson does different things, so we could talk Correct. literally talk about him every week. I think that the movie The Rock could be talked about. But the movie The Rock from 1996. Two to three episodes that you copied and pasted in IMDb. 1996. Summary. Tell us about the Sean Rock. Connery, Nicolas Cage, Ed Harris. Directed by Michael Bay. Explosion. So listen to the plot synopsis of this. A mild-mannered chemist and an ex-con must lead the counter-strike when a rogue, rogue group of military men, led by a renegade general, threaten a nerve gas attack from Alcatraz against San Francisco. What a ridiculous I know. plot. It's such a good, I actually really like the movie. But that is the weirdest IMDb summary of all time. Well, it's it's not only an ex-con. Yeah. Who's basically, he's, you know this, right? What? I mean. Oh, he's, he's, he's double, Bond. he's yeah. James Bond yeah. old. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, renegade general. And then a mild man. I did chemist. not know that Nicolas Cage was a mild-mannered chemist. I don't think he's that mild-mannered. In the I don't movie, remember. I didn't even know. I guess I honestly didn't know what his position was at all. I guess he, he's supposed to be kind of the straight man, so then Sean Connery can come in and mm-hmm. be like, you need to rough it up, mister. <laughs> it's the rock. Yeah. I don't mess around. Uh, Great movie. Yeah, we were talking about it's still burned in my brain the, when one of the nerve gas shiny ball things falls and they just, like, close the door on the guy. Well, I think that that's the, the uh, best scene in the movie. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's in the trailer, but there's a scene is. where that ball is rolling away and yeah, Nicolas yeah. Cage has to dive for it, maybe in slow motion. Oh, of course. It had to have been in slow and motion. And he grabs it the last second before it like falls off the, the ledge. And if that were to happen, it would release nerve gas if yeah. that ball hits. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I don't remember where he was at the time. I just remember there was like really bright colored green balls. Yeah. Yeah, Alcatraz is cool. Have you ever been to Alcatraz? No, I have not. It's it's actually I've been there twice, I think. Interesting tour. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, you sure about the Birdman? I think I don't remember. He, anything, but it's like a famous prisoner. Yeah, who I mean, I remember all the time. Yeah, I remember looking at all the different things, and there's there's also the movie Escape from Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. Any movie that has Alcatraz in it is usually pretty good. Sure. That's probably not true. <laughs> I actually just thought of uh, another rock-themed item I could talk about for a moment here. Yeah. So uh, there was a rock and roll game uh, in the arcade cabinets back in the day. Do you remember the Aerosmith shooter? Wait. Did you ever play this? Aerosmith the band. shooter? Oh, yeah. Like a first-person shooter? Yeah. What? Well, no, it's like you had a gun. Oh, you know you one mean of those arcade, arcade shooters. Oh, arcade. Okay, that was an Aerosmith. Like, so you're on. It's like a rail shooter. Yes, okay. it was. So it was called Revolution X, <laughs> and it was you go around and you're just shooting up a bunch of bad guys. 
and there was a, a, a side red button that you could push, and instead of shooting out grenades, it would shoot out CDs. CDs? <laughs> it's really good. Did, and it played all their songs? Yeah, I believe there was some Aerosmith in the background, for sure. It yeah. had to have, It's right? a dystopian version of 1996. This is the premise of the game. An alliance of corrupt government and corporate military forces have taken control of the world in the guise of the new... We're going to get copyright stricken for this. Please play, stop. You can play fair use. I only played it's three like, seconds. It's like, it has to be like very low. It's like four <laughs> seconds or something? I don't know. We'll be fine. We might have to cut that one. <laughs> yeah, but the, the power-ups were laser discs. Laser discs? <laughs> and skull bombs. How did we get there? And CDs. Yeah, it's really good. It sounds amazing. Health replenishing shakes. So not like a med kit. Oh, okay. You would just get like a protein a shake, protein I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta work out. Anyway, really good game. Did you know that in Mortal Kombat 2, if you do a uh, particular large explosion, Steven Tyler would say the word toasty. <laughs> do you remember when he'd go, toasty? I do not. No, oh, I do not. Yeah, that no. was Steven Tyler. Man, you, I mean, you'd read Wikipedia in a podcast really well. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. So that's actually in a, a commercial for Revolution X. He said Toasty in reference to Mortal Kombat 2 saying Toasty. Oh, he wasn't actually in Toasty? He didn't actually do it? He didn't do the voice. Okay, so you just made that up. But he, <laughs> Maybe he, you should make a meme about it. So let's move on. The game Ghost Fight and Treasure Hunters. It's a cooperative game of up to from two to four players. It's best played with four because it does not scale that well. And these four kids have to run into a haunted house and take these eight jewels and then get out. But every single turn, there's a new a new ghost can come out, and every time, or yeah, every time you roll, a new ghost can come out. And when ghosts pile up, they create what are those called? Hauntings. Hauntings. These big red ones that you need two people to get rid of, and so you lose if the whole place gets haunted or. And you don't get out, and, or, and everybody has to get out. So, my kids are younger, but my four-year-old still really likes the game and asks to play the ghost game all the time. But I basically, at this point, I still kind of have to play for him. I mean, he can roll, and but I kind of tell him like, okay, you can go here or here, and I kind of have to help him out. Your kids, how did they do? My daughter, who's five, she needed a, a little bit of advice. Sometimes I just let her make some not great decisions, and it still worked out fine. Um, but my son, seven, was fine. He, he could figure out, like, for the most part, he could figure things out. Sometimes I'd have to give him some advice, like, you could take a shortcut by going this way, and, and we'd be closer to winning if you did that. Yeah, because if you go through rooms, you can move faster because it counts as one space. As opposed to going, like, through the, the hallway, hall, yeah. which like has tons of different spaces yeah. in it. So, And it is a... Even on the basic mode, it is pretty difficult. It's, it's not Yeah, it's not easy. that easy. It's not that easy to win, even if you make all the right moves, because there's an element of luck. If you roll a six, no ghost comes out, which is really useful. And it's ran there'll be a random shuffle and uh, once you exhaust every ghost and then they get put back in and so they could get put back in places where there's already one or two and that's bad. But and it actually scales up. You can add things to make it harder. 
There's even an expansion that they came out with that makes it even harder, maybe for older kids or even adults. I mean, I've heard adults like this game, too. That would probably be what the expansion would be for. I think it's not that hard to, to actually scale down the difficulty because there are certain rules that make it so you can't move at the same time that you pick something up. Oh. And, and you could yeah. just ignore that rule. That's And just true. allow the players to move around more freely, which saves you a lot of time, uh, makes the game a lot easier. Yeah. So I, I think that if your kids are having difficulties with it, you can just kind of forget some of the more restrictive rules yeah. of it. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that if you want to have an enjoyable time with your kids, <laughs> you probably want to win. Yeah. You know, a lot of times they can get upset if they lose or if they got so close, it just makes it them so tense yeah. that they get upset at the end of it. So but it's a, yeah. would you rather, <laughs> you know, cheat at some of the rules yeah. and have a fun time and everyone ends up happy? You're just scaling. It's like when it scales up, they just we you can create your own rules to scale it down a little bit. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's just don't feel bad about yeah. doing that because there's not going to be people coming into your house judging you <laughs> about how well you're the following rock, the rules. The Rock is going to post a meme calling you a snowflake for cheating. <laughs> Apparently he didn't say it. He didn't? I think he did. The other cool thing about it is, okay, so it's fully cooperative. Everybody wins or loses together. But at the same time, there is there is a lot of luck, but there's a lot of strategy. Do we go to the back of the house first? Do we just grab this first gem and leave? And so now the kids are talking to each other. Because my two-year-old will play. He'll just mostly roll. But we'll all talk about, all right, what do you think the next best move is? And so there's actually thinking out and probability, like, oh, I hope uh, F doesn't get – the F ghost doesn't get drawn because there's a – rooms a through j or something i don't remember and you're like oh if that one comes out then there's going to be a haunting there and then we both have to go there to get rid of the haunting so you're kind of there's uh you're thinking ahead plotting like okay if this happens we're gonna do that if that happens we do this so it's fun it's a quick game it only takes 15 to 30 minutes it's easy to set up good components the ghosts are pretty cool the board's nice it's reasonably priced i think i got it on sale for 17 but it'll go down it, 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 right now i think it's like 30 but it goes up and down where if you if you keep an eye on it you can get it under 20 the, the one issue i have with it because it was fun to play and my kids enjoyed it but i could see it wearing out uh, I, I think maybe if you put it away for a couple months and then bring it out a while later but it's not something that i'd want to play multiple days in a row yeah we definitely just rotated in and out. We have a bunch of other games, and it's just a, it's a, now that we know the rules and everything, so it seemed, there, I mean, there are a decent amount of rules, for, especially when my kid's only four, <laughs> that try to have the patience so I know what I'm doing before I just start jumping in so I know what to tell them to do. Um, but it was, it's pretty fun. Yep. I think that's about it. Nothing else today? What are we going to talk about next week? We should think of a, a, a random theme of some sort. To, I never talked about Skyscraper in our, in our rock segment. Oh, I know what we can do. Here we go. Let's talk about uh, things with arrows in it. <laughs> That's a good idea. Robin Hood, the yep. Arrowverse. How about Broken Arrow? Broken Arrow? With Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Isn't it Nicolas Cage? Are we only going to... We're just... Why don't it's we It's John just, Travolta, We're going to make a new podcast. Really bad Every 90s week, action movies. We talk about the classics. Rock yeah. Mm -hmm. And Nicolas Cage. 
Well, that won't be hard to do because they've made a lot of movies. <laughs> they have. But Broken Arrow, I'll definitely touch on that. What is You've not seen Broken Arrow? I know. I it's, just, it's basically The Rock, but with John Travolta. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain it in the next So Nicolas Cage is in it? I think he is. Or is there, are you thinking face-off? <laughs> I could be <laughs> thinking face-off. Face oh, boy, this is embarrassing. <laughs> you were really bad at this today. Am I getting my face-offs and Broken Arrows yeah. mixed up? It's, it's the other guy. He was in... Oh, uh, Oh, man. He's in Mr. Robot. And he's also in uh, the Robin Hood movie with with uh, Kevin Costner. Click on his name. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. It's Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Wow. You got Christian Slater and Nicolas Cage mixed up. I did. Do you know this is directed by John Woo? Ooh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm really surprised he made that. That's interesting. Because he's known as a good director. <laughs> And this well, is this not a, 19, a good movie. We're only a 1996 film podcast. Broken Arrow. You probably got emerged in your brain because they came out around the same time. Yeah, very much so. And it's a it's like stealing nuclear weapons kind of movie. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's it's very much like The Rock. <laughs> well, we should do... We'll right. talk about it. So we'll talk about Arrow, and then we'll do another one about movies that come out at the same time that are basically the same movie. Well, we can talk about the Arrowverse, right? Yeah. You yeah. know more about that than I do. But. All right, well, All right, until next good. time. Yep, I'm Matt. And I'm Eric. 